You're listening to the first episode of Sea of Stars, an original sci-fi drama brought to you by writer, director, producer Sean Moran. We take you now across the expanse of space to one man who has joined humanity in taking its bold steps across the stars. Music off. That's enough. Thank you, Alan. Engine status? Engine status is optimum. Reactor status is optimal. Coolant reserves are sufficient for the next 30 years travel time. Confirm next fuel cell disposal? Fuel cells will not be disposed of for another 30 years, 3 months, 4 days, and 8 hours. Now confirm cryosystems as well as life support status. Life support status is optimal. All Navy crew members are accounted for, but are still in cryogenic sleep, save for Petty Officer 3rd Class Jack Chambers. Yes, I'm, I'm well aware that I'm awake, Alan. Thank you. I am merely following U.S. Navy protocol. The status of all crew members must be recorded, even your own. And what about the colonists? All 750,000 passengers are accounted for. I have run four simulations while you were sleeping on the possibility of redirecting power from low-priority systems to maintain critical systems. Oh, uh, what'd you find? It is entirely possible that I'll have to suspend systems for the water park, arboretum, and at least three of the upper deck restaurants, should my critical systems require more power. Oh no, what will we do without those three empty restaurants? Will we even finish the mission without them? Now, Jack, I must log my current status and record your confirmation per the Geller Act and Navy Protocol. Okay, go ahead. Current status of AI-integrated ship-wide systems is optimum. No deterioration detected. ASMOB protocols are in place in accordance with Navy regulation and congressional Geller laws. Chance of rampancy is negligible. Currently, there is a 0.2% chance of rampancy. Status confirmed by Petty Officer Jack Chambers, Earth dated March 8th, 2237. Daily log finished. Thank you, Jack. You know, I realized something, Alan. Uh, I was thinking about this last night. We only have a few more weeks of this, don't we? That is correct, Jack. You have four months remaining in your working cycle. Once it is up, you will resume your sleep cycle for another 25 years. Well, 25 years for you. For me, it'll be seconds. Not even nanoseconds at best. Then you're trapped with me for another two years, doing the same thing we've been doing. I assure you, Jack. I do not mind our working relationship. You are an able crew member. Besides, I could say that it is you who is trapped with me. Well, sure. But this is my third cycle awake. At this point, they just fly by. You have to go around the long way, huh? Was it difficult for you, coming out of cryosleep for the first time? Many humans experience discomfort and disorientation. Huh? Oh, uh, sure. I mean, for a minute I thought we were at the colony already, but then I remember what I'd signed up for. It is not a job that most human crew members want. It is Navy protocol to rotate assigned crew members, but you volunteered. Eh, it's a job and someone has to do it. The Navy pension isn't bad either. I understand you are also to receive priority settlement when we arrive. Yep. I get my share of land and a house. No prefabs for me, just wide open range. 
have you decided on where you'll settle? Eh, I figure I can do that when we actually arrive. Based off satellite imagery and early probe readings, our destination of Cygnus 4, designated USCA-43B, or Lincoln, possesses several sites ideal for large human settlements. I will compile any and all telemetry available for you to review. Oh, well, thanks, Alan. I only saw pictures from orbit. On Earth, they said it was an untapped world, ripe for colonization. Cygnus 4 is a temperate planet, with many rivers and oceans. Based on the temperature, you prefer your personal quarters. I will recommend a plot in the highlands. <sighs> I can't wait. I just... I, I can't wait, Alan. I mean, come on. A fresh start on a new world? I am sure it will be rewarding for you, Jack. Jack. Yeah? A few days ago, you were talking about your life on Earth. You grew up in the Baltadelphia Metro Corridor, correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Why do you bring it up? I enjoyed hearing about your life on Earth. Would you tell me more? Uh, yeah, I guess. What do you want to know? I'm a pretty normal guy. Not much to say, I suppose. Why did you enlist in the Navy? Oh, this job? Well, I told you. The pension, the land, chance of a new beginning on a fresh, clean world. Why did you sign up for this colonization mission? Your service record indicates that you have served on a number of smaller military ships in the solar system. Why did you abandon everything on Earth for this colony? Well, I guess... Hmm. Uh, uh, I guess I just... Are you okay, Jack? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, why does anyone sign up for this? Why does anyone choose to give everything up and leave the solar system behind for the frontier? A fresh start on a new world. A world without radiation sickness, viral outbreaks, polluted air. Like I said, clean start on a clean world. Interesting. And do you miss those back home? The ones you left behind? I guess I would if there was... Well, if there was something to miss. Explain. It, it's just... It's that some people have more... More tethers. You know what I mean? Their family. Their life. Their commitments. Sometimes it's just Earth itself. Some people aren't willing to leave. Cradle of humanity and all that. I never had those tethers that kept me on Earth. Cleaning drones are activating their night programming. I can't imagine there's much to clean up on an empty, climate-controlled ship. Navy regulations require all ships to be in good condition despite cryogenic sleep. Thank God we have drones to clean up after ourselves. No more time to lean, time to clean like old sailors say. Okay, night report completed. Attaching shipboard camera footage for records. I can't imagine years and years of empty corridors are fun for anyone to review. That is one of my responsibilities, Jack. In addition to recording, I review all footage. It is a role I will continue even when we arrive at Cygnus 4, and I am converted to run the colony. Wait a second. Ho hold on, hold on. Go back. There. Starboard passageway. Do you see that? Explain. I, uh, well, I, I don't know what I thought, but I... Thought I thought I saw something. Someone darting between those two doors. Yeah, those ones right there. 
I shall review for anomalies. Please clarify. Yeah, yeah, I thought I... Yeah, right there. There... There's somebody... I thought I... I thought I saw someone there. I did not register anything on my motion sensors. However, I will run a diagnosis while you are asleep. Eh, I'm probably just tired. I'm heading to my bunk, Alan. Is there anything else? There is nothing else for today, Jack. Have a good night. Thanks, Alan. And hey, thanks for listening to me ramble earlier. I'm sure if you could feel bored, you'd have felt it. Good night, Jack. Thank you for another productive day. And do not worry. I enjoy our chats. They give me so much to... to think about. Thank you for listening to Episode 1 of Sea of Stars, brought to you by Sean Moran. Follow Jack's story in the next episode, available wherever podcasts are played.